When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How about this? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show. The Diminisher. Touchdown, Titans! Three times for Derrick Henry. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Dallas Cowboys have what other teams want. What normally takes down the Cowboys and what they have to battle, and maybe not, but the head coaching decision making. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Coming up, senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick. Fox Sports football analyst, Bruce Feldman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, Okay, so um, we're about to reveal to you on the uh, tip-off of the 75th anniversary season of the NBA, who we believe is going to be the MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and NBA Finals participants. Uh, at least we were going to do that. Um, I need to take a mulligan, guys, and change my MVP from uh, Ben Simmons. Okay, I need to. I Can need you do to, that, Chris? I need to scratch that. Can we let him change like that? Well, I mean, unless he's the most valuable, it's unless unless MVP stands for most valuable pants. Nice. <laughs> Could be. Nice. Most valuable pain. And by the way, Brockman, you know those sweats Simmons had on were probably about four fifty, right? Like in, oh, the team in issue. Case, oh yeah, they weren't even team issue. They're probably some designer we've right. never heard of. Oh, in case thing. you're just joining us, in <laughs> case you're just tuning in here at uh, one o'clock Eastern, Yo. Uh, where you been? Noon Central or ten a.m. Pacific or eleven Mountain, wherever you are consuming the Rich Eisen Show um, on terrestrial radio, uh, Sirius XM channel. Uh, 211 NBC Sports Audio or uh, Odyssey, you're streaming us. If you're listening to us later on later. Uh, on our podcast, go and get our podcast every single day, all three hours on the Cumulus Podcast Network, where all podcasts are acquired. We're just we're just sitting here and and seeing how, um, and this is part of the reason. Sam Amick of the of the Athletic, I you know hit him up last night. Figured who can we have on to help us preview the season? How about somebody that was all over the Ben Simmons Philadelphia 76ers story, right? He was the one who reported that Simmons has no intention to play for him ever again. He's the one who said that Simmons said that believes that uh, his people believe that uh, Embiid clogs the lane too much. He's, he's done playing there too. He was the one who was upset about uh, what Doc Rivers said after Simmons passed up a dunk in the playoffs. When asked if you know he could uh, be a championship player, and he said towards the end of his answer, I, "At this point, I don't know. Like you know, like give me a break here, guys. We just lost." That sort of answer is the way that Simmons didn't take it that way. Rivers said that he intended to say it that way, and anyway, Sam Amick's been all over that. Little did we know that uh, today, in practice, at some point, even though this is a photograph, and um, Philadelphia 76ers diehard Rich Eisen show uh, compatriot 
TJ Jefferson says these are just a bunch of slappies out there on the floor. Well, I mean, with, look uh, at, I'm just saying, look at that picture that we're showing. Well, That's, I mean, oh, I, I don't see Embiid, and I don't. I, I mean, I, I I see the the back of a very tall man. I don't know who that is. Rich, look who's in the fort. You think that guy right in front of us in the gray? Well, he looks like a coach to yeah, me. So all yeah. I pointed out was there were no other players in this. You were talking about that picture in particular, and I said, look who is in that picture. Oh, there's a few players in there. The guy in the red jersey's a player. Who? On the far right. I mean, yeah. I, I think I can. I mean, you're the fan. Yeah, of the I mean, team, I'm saying, man. there's a couple players in there. Del Tufo, you see what I'm talking about. There's, a, there's, a, guy with the, there's a guy with the George a, Jefferson Jabron, haircut yeah, yeah, there yeah. that looks like Granville Waiters from eight. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, that picture. Someone told me on Twitter I was wrong. No, look at that picture. picture. Like that picture. The dude right in there the blue, not a player. Like, the yeah, guy's in the The, the reason why we're player. showing the picture is because Simmons is out there on the floor in in gray sweatpants. Nobody else is wearing sweatpants, and he's out there in a gray sweatpants with his cell phone peeking out of his right pocket like what he wants to tweet about something he wants to call his agent and say this sucks get me out of here i mean rivers sent him packing sent him out and suspended him for game one tomorrow how many games in a row can they keep suspending him because i'll tell you what the the first game he's eligible to return after the team suspension for conduct detrimental is the home opener Against the Nets. How do you think, you know, he's going to be welcomed into that arena? So a little insight on what actually happened. Uh, okay. Shams from a few minutes ago. Sources say Doc asked Ben Simmons to join a defensive drill. Simmons refused. Rivers asked again. Simmons said no again. Doc then told Ben Simmons he should go home. Simmons dropped the ball and left. Well, at least he dropped the ball and left the ball there. <laughs> Yeah, because normally he people take their ball, ball, ball and go right, home. Right, hey, <laughs> boom, boom. That's normally what would be on brand for somebody who's pissed at the coach. <laughs> I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Doc's talking right now. Sixers missed the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, what no, you know what, man? <laughs> These things eventually, once they're you know, they'll make you stronger. They'll make you stronger. It's just time. It's now. Daryl Morey's now on the clock, man. I don't know. If you're a general manager out there, you give them the old bag of balls, and that's the end of that. I mean, it's not, you know, you know, I, it's not I, easy I being know. a fan sometimes. <laughs> Time to take care of this was a few months ago, don't you yeah. think? Yeah, you know that the, horse is totally out of the barn. I mean, on. you could have gotten what six cents on a dollar back in the I don't know back in the summer. Now it's the just like fire sale today. Now it's dollar <laughs> store, right? You might have got fifty cents yeah. on the dollar. We're looking ninety nine cents store right yeah. now. This is like five percent. Well, you'll take ninety nine cents on the dollar right now. You're gonna have to. Like, what else are you gonna do? No, you, <laughs> no, no, no. no like, you're gonna have you're to. only gonna get one cent on the dollar <laughs> yeah. now. What is happening? How? I mean, jeez. So about that Dame for Ben Simmons trade you yeah, wanted, TJ? Happened. Well, it should have happened. Dame Judy Dench, maybe that might be the Dame. <laughs> That might be the dame that you get back <laughs> for Ben Simmons right hey, Rich, now. You know how talented that woman is. <laughs> I would gladly line. take Dame Judy. That's the Ditch. line of the week. Right she's Glenn Watsernuts. <laughs> yeah, Glenn Watsernuts yeah, back real. now for Simmons. Also very talented. Throwing right? Dame Judy Dench, and that's the time. They got a couple of statues yeah, between the two of them, right? <laughs> they would have took the layup. They, they would have dunked it in the playoffs. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Oh. So that's the backdrop. Nothing to everything. To oh, so we here. have this. Okay, roll it. 
Oh, this is Embiid? Embiid from NBC Boston. And, the NBC Philly. Sorry. Okay, here NBC we go. Sports here we go. At this point, I don't care about that man, honestly. He does whatever he wants. Uh, you know, that's not my job. Uh, you know, that's those guys' jobs. Uh, you know, I'm only focused on trying to make the team better, uh, win some games, uh, you know, play hard every night. Uh, and try to lead, you know, the guys that we have here, uh, and I'm sure they feel the same way because, you know, our chemistry has been excellent uh, despite, you know, everything that's been happening in the, uh, in the last few months. Uh, so yeah, like I said, uh, I don't, I don't really care. Get him out! Just get him out! Wow! Just get him out! He does. He wants to be. He, he you know. Yeah. See him. It's over. And then let him go. Like, honestly. Over. <laughs> Call up Pop. Pop will take him. Right? Oh, sure. Right? I, I heard I, that I, earlier. Pop in the, will in take the, him. I don't know who season. you're going to get back. Yo, he's Something gonna, from the Riverwalk? I don't know. He's going to get exiled. Who's the worst team in the league? Like, that's where he's going. Why, why are you going to reward him to se- by sending him to a good team? Well, he'll make any team that he goes to better, don't you think? I don't know. This, is <laughs> this is such a shame, man. This is such a shame. Go to Orlando. See ya. It is such a shame. It, I mean, this kid coming out of LSU, you know, I mean, he was he had such promise and he still does. The question is, is where do you where do you just get him out? Doc deserves better. So does so does Embiid, so does Maury, and so does Ben Simmons. So do you, TJ. You Thank deserve you, better, I'm TJ. Saying, I sit here every day with you. You deserve better, you know, too. Richard, I think the other problem is you saw Giannis, right? And I saw footage of him, and you could tell Giannis put in work this offseason. The dude won a championship. He's hitting 17-foot jumpers now with just supreme confidence. And I think as a Sixer fan, you're like, look at how much this guy improved, and he's already been to the mountaintop, and you wanted that from Ben Simmons, and it just didn't seem like I mean, that just, type of... Is that the way you want to play it? Like, I'm just going to go, I'll show up, I'll put on sweats, and I'll just be insubordinate. No. Like, how is that? I, I guess it's help. one of those, like, it, it's where you huddle up with your, with your, you know, management, and it's like, that's the way out, and then you'll go somewhere else, and then we'll build your brand back better, to use the political phrase, and, and I, I don't know. Let me ask and you... And then, because again, let's just... Rewind a little bit here. The way Harden went out of Houston was just not yeah. was not at all pretty. Okay, and it, and it's something that nobody talks about anymore. I mean, this is fodder for us to talk about right now because the season's about to start. He is a former top draft choice, and the conversation forever was him and. He and Embiid, can they coexist? And that's why, in many ways, Brett Brown got bounced. Doc comes in. They're a top seed last year, and Simmons totally regresses. Doc, I think, tells the truth. Can he be a championship player in Philadelphia? The answer is no. I mean, the whole people, everybody saw it. We discussed it here last year. On the spot, un, no longer usable player in Philadelphia. You even agreed with that, TJ. Right. It just seemed like... Right. And so then we just sat around and did nothing? Or Maury attempted? He's like, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. That guy's top-notch executive. He knows what to do. Which I mean, he- I, 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 and not right now his hand is being forced. He's got to... Like, can they... I'll ask this of Sam Amick. Can they... Keyshawn him? 
can they just sit him for as long as they want? Is that possible? Like it's conduct detrimental? I mean, even Jimmy Butler had to get the hell out, be yeah. sent out of Minnesota. But at least Jimmy showed up to practice that day and dominated with the third team. Yeah, right. Also, like, he didn't have sweatpants on. Drills. Did he have sweatpants on? Good question. He may have. Um, do you his think cell a- phone in his pocket? That's I mean, insane. what more indication is just like, you do, don't care. Do you guys think a lot of this, these guys sitting Sweat out doing what Harden did, do you think that's coming from orders from their agents? That's pretty much right. Ben like, Simmons has gotten the worst advice any athlete has ever gotten. He's handled this wrong every step of the way. So you're agreeing then. That's like the Harden thing, the Simmons thing. These are... These guys are listening to other people. I totally telling think them. that he's listening to someone. Well, whether, yeah, but what if he winds up someplace else and he else. winds up an all-star because he's in another spot where he they want him will. and he feels That's good. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. How many people right now are talking about the way Harden left Houston? Nobody. We're talking about Kyrie's not out and how does that affect the Nets? And it's Harden and, and Durant. Harden got to where he wanted to go. Yeah. The number one media market in the world playing with Kevin Durant. Are we sitting here talking about it? I mean, I don't condone this by any stretch of the imagination because I will always want to take the other approach. To pull on your strand there, Chris, I thought, but again, I'm not Ben Simmons, I thought he should have gone to play in the Olympics for Australia. Yeah. That's where you can immediately reset your image and the narrative, and the, and the narrative yeah. about who you are. Absolutely. And also show that I'm working hard right. and I'm going to go and compete with those who are willing to compete the best of the best absolutely in front of an international audience and have an experience i'll go play with patty mills and the rest of that team which by the way had an outstanding olympics without him mm-hmm. and show off and and just even once even once have somebody with a phone shoot me in a gym in tokyo in. at one in the morning even though I haven't, I haven't done it any other time. Yes. It's like shooting shots at 1 in the morning, yeah. showing you I'm working on my game. Change yep. the optics. Right. Change the optics. Yep. And then you show that to Daryl Morey and say, we want out. We're doing our part to make it easier for you to get us out of here. Get us out of here. But he didn't make it easier for Morey. The narrative was still the same. Doc's phrase and phraseology after the – Playoff loss was still the final statement in the room. Got to have thicker skin than that, too. Like. So, I mean, everybody's hands are dirty. And uh, all I know is, you know, what's probably ringing off the hook right now is not just Ben's cell phone, but um, out there on social media, how do you buy those sweatpants? It's simple, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking for them. Yeah, those aren't Walmart. Brockman, you know that. You sure? He's yeah, tucking them into socks, too. What do you think about that choice? Like I said, those are probably $500, it's $400 sweats. It's a choice. That's out of our little... I bet you those are team-issued. I bet you there's like a Sixers logo right on the front. I, do you think he wears Sixers-issued I don't know. sweats if he's that upset? Are the know. socks attached to the pants? Uh, to the, to the no, sweats? They're tucked in. They're tucked in. I mean, that's I a choice. Say, really, oh, this is a choice. He's wearing a cut-off sweats, sweatshirt. Yeah. Like Belichick, a la hoodie. Bill Belichick hoodie. Rich, Rich, no lie. What are these? No cap or whatever. The NBA socks are the most comfortable socks on earth. Okay, great. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, it's, you right. guys are all the just NBA teaching me. Socks are. TJ's got them on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm I got Wu Tang socks. You know, on. No, I, just, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow <laughs> we'll do our, we'll do our season preview stuff because this is more important than. This we, is so fascinating. This is it. 
I hate story. That I'm, I hate We're that I'm a part of this story. I, I know, I know. Look, you hate that hate, it's your team. How I are totally, you a part of the story? Because yeah, this is my team. Oh, it's your yeah, team. Yeah, it's I just, thought like you were going to now reveal that you sent those sweatpants <laughs> <laughs> to Ben. That you're styling him. You're the official stylist of Ben Simmons' I don't care where for practice. I bet you that job Deep, pays well. RES Consulting. <laughs> there we go. Make it part of consulting. <laughs> Hey, I'm already... are you out there wanting to be traded? Are you out there completely pissed at management of your basketball association club? Come to RES Consulting and we'll tell you how to get the hell out of there and well... make your choices known by getting those sweatpants with the ability to get that iPhone. I mean, there's M by M by Strahan. Why sweats. can't there be T by TJ Jefferson? I'm in. I'm, I, I just tuck my socks into my pants right now. RES Consulting. All right, Chris Mannix tweet just now. He's texting with a league executive monitoring this situation. Quote, when the bleep goes south, this is how he reacts? Who wants a guy like that? Oh, what a poop show. See? What a poop The show. difference. Oh, wait, Hold that? on a second. The difference between having the resume having the game, and not. What is different in a way? I mean, we're in the same universe. We're in the same church, maybe a different pew, of showing up, overweight, hanging out in Vegas, giving out honey buns. Harden does it, and everyone's like, let's go get him. Cents on a dollar for James Harden. Let's go get him. Ben Simmons, it's like, who wants a guy who goes south? Like that, yeah, and and the TJ, difference between resumes. The Sixers could right have had there, Harden. I know. Didn't no. want to give up Simmons. That is, I mean, yeah. Is that really what it that was? was yeah, Daryl Daryl said he didn't want to do it. Let's take a break. Let's see what Sam Amick of the uh, Athletic has to say. I wonder is he regretting saying I'll call into the Rich Eisen show right now because his phone must be burning <laughs> up. Happening. Let's call Sam. Get Sam on the phone. Bring me Sam! <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 
This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. All right, this is, this is what we call in the booking business, stepping in it. We were just going to preview the season, but we now, we now have a man who has been all over this story for The Athletic, senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick, Sam Amick here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Sam? Doing good, Rich. Thanks for having me, brother. Oh, no, I appreciate it. Are you regretting accepting my invitation right now because your phone's <laughs> blowing up with information? <laughs> It's in the morning. It's funny. We'll, we'll get into the Simmons stuff. I actually, I got a story coming out in a little bit talking okay. to James Jones, the uh, the Suns GM, about that the DeAndre Aiden stuff, which is a pretty compelling one on its own. So that has been my morning trying to get that thing out. And, and then I look at Twitter and I see Ben, uh, like you just kind of detailed, getting getting the old heave ho, old school style, like like it's a high school team or something. Um, so, yeah, just the, the latest turn in the Simmons saga here. Okay, so let's take it one at a time, starting with what everybody's talking about right now. What, yep. what can you tell me about what happened today, best you can tell, and, and how your reporting leading up to this kind of framed the moment, Sam? So, I mean, today seems pretty straightforward. Doc Rivers has already spoken on it, and, you know, it's, it's just a player who wasn't following commands, if you will, at practice and who chose not to sub in uh, for a particular drill and was then deemed a distraction. I mean, it's not surprising at all to see it go down this road, you know, because it's 2021, the, 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 I think jarring part is just to, that we have a window into their world. You know what I mean? You've got these videos of, of the phone in the pocket and things of that nature. But if you remember a few weeks ago, you know, and this is stuff like you alluded to that I had written at the time, um, you know, his camp and his side and his people said all along, like, if he comes back, he will not be there mentally. Like, his body might be there. His spirit will not. He is mentally checked out on the Sixers. Now, admittedly, you know, that's at the time I thought, all right, that's easy to say now, but Ben is not really considered personality-wise, you know, a, a Jimmy Butler type or, or even an Anthony Davis type. So people wondered, you know, did he kind of have – the thick skin to, to carry himself in this kind of defiant way. And, and obviously he, he is going down that road. So pretty, you know, pretty uncomfortable right now. So um, what are the Sixers options here? They've just suspended him one game for conduct detrimental, but that's a road opener against the Pelicans, <laughs> which means he's right. eligible to return for, Oh, wait a minute. The home opener against the Nets. And this is the, the setup. For what they're gonna right. they're gonna introduce him with the spotlight to the crowd and now put your hands together like really I mean what what's the options here what are the moves for the Sixers I mean it, it seems you know and I haven't connected with them since this latest development but it seems untenable to me and it seems headed toward a you know you know essentially kind of a declaration of all right why don't you go ahead and, and stay home and we'll keep working the trade market. Now, that's not what they wanted. You know, Daryl Morey, is their, their Sixers president, was the one who had brought up, you know, the, the kind of uh, somewhat, um, you know, overly hopeful, I guess I'll say, Aaron Rodgers example. Like, oh, just like the Packers QB came back to, to his group and started leading them to wins, maybe Ben would do that. Ben's obviously not going to do that. And, you know, they hoped that he would get on the floor and remind the rest of the NBA how good of a player he is up his trade value, and then get something you know um, that was more amenable to what they want to do trade-wise. But I just don't see that happening, you know. And, and I don't know what they're going to do. But we have seen in other situations, you know, the Timberwolves on the back end of their Jimmy Butler experience would certainly tell you 
that they made a mistake in, in having him come back, that they should have just told Jimmy to stay home, that it creates too much of a distraction. You have a ripple effect on your teammates, on staff members. It just makes everybody miserable. And, and again, we're seeing that right now. Well, I mean, the difference, Sam Amick of The Athletic, senior NBA writer here on The Rich Eisen Show, the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Ben Simmons um, just glaring would be your story um, about what Simmons thought, apparently, about um, Joel Embiid's um, presence in the paint and how that's a detriment to his game. It's never when Aaron Rodgers was thinking about not coming back. He was never quoted as saying Devontae Adams was a problem, you know? Sure. Like So right. just putting it all back together again, figuring, well, let's just all try it and hope that Simmons will show up like Aaron Rodgers and just go through it. I, I, you know, that, that might be a little bit pie in the sky. So what, what now can they send him home? Can they, can they basically say you're not coming and that's it. And the NBA players association, the NBA PA is going to be just fine with that. That's cool. The the discussion that, no, I mean, at that point it's our, you know, is he getting paid or not? And, And so then that, that I keep using that word uncomfortable. That's where it's, you know, if you're Ben, it's like, man, are you really going to do this? Are you really going to, Walk, you know, kind of do this high wire act where you decide how little energy do I need to put forth in order to continue getting paid while also sending the message that, you know, I'm still upset with you. I don't want to be here. I want you to trade me. You know, that's a pretty impossible needle to thread, in my opinion, because he's already made it clear, not surprisingly, that he wants to get paid. When he started losing money, that's when he came back. It it was getting close to about a million dollars that he had already lost. And so, you know, voila, Ben Simmons is back. So, I mean, yes, they can sideline him, but then the discussion about pay is one that the union is going to be heavily involved in. Um, And I agree with you completely about the Aaron Rodgers comparison where it falls short because, you know, he is not only done being in Philly, and and he kind of refutes the idea that the fans play a part here, but, you know, come on, you can't tell me. I mean, that's a tough crowd. They, They haven't been happy with him. That doesn't make it any easier but, yeah, he wants them to build around Joel Embiid, go on their merry way, and, and put him in a new spot. So what is the trade market for him, best you can tell, Sam? What is it? I'm not – yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, every team that I run into, um, it's just red flags galore. And not what struck me a little bit is that it, it does extend, I think, beyond, you know, what has taken place this season. I think, you know, the book on Ben, if you will, you know, even before this, there were, you know, because of the shooting and the lack of development on that side, there were questions about, um, you know, call it work ethic, call it just, you know, dedication to the development side. And that stuff is pretty glaring, obviously. You know, there's questions about fit personality-wise. I just, I think teams have concerns, but then, of course, they look at it and go, all right, guy was second in defensive player of the year voting last season. Even when he struggles offensively, he's a game changer on the other end. So, I mean, the market is there. The Timberwolves have been the most aggressive to this point, even through their front office change that took place recently. Um, you know, we, we've heard other teams involved. The Kyrie Irving prospect, I was told, is definitely not something that uh, that Philly has interest in in terms of both those teams solving their problems. So I don't know where this goes still because the market is, uh, nowhere near what Daryl Morey wants it to be. I'm sorry. I should have re- – let me rephrase the question. H- how does Rich Paul get Simmons to the Lakers? How does that happen? <laughs> I, should have re- I should have asked it that way. My bad. 
How does that happen, Ben? That's a good question. Simmons with the Lakers. You know, yeah, Russ in a, in a Philly jersey, Russ at Embiid, I don't know. Can you flip him that quick? I don't think they're allowed to do that. Um, yeah, it's a rock and a hard place, man. Like, and, and Rich, you know, I mean, listen, Rich is a, obviously a big character in this situation, and, and Rich was at the center of the Anthony Davis situation when, when Anthony pushed his way to Lakerland, um, you know, and, and that one, he got what he wanted. This one is different in terms of Ben does not have a target team that he's trying to go after. Uh, it's, it's more so just get me out of Philly and get me somewhere, you know, where I can, I can have a new chapter. A few more minutes left with Sam Amick of the Athletic Senior NBA writer. All right, you came on the air and said that you've been tracking down uh, DeAndre Ayton's contract saga in Phoenix um, prior to everything blowing up in Sixers practice. What is the latest um, in Phoenix? With that. Well, I'll have probably in fairly short order, uh, we're going to publish a, an interview with Suns GM James Jones. Talked at length about why they chose not to give DeAndre the max deal that he wanted and that he thinks he deserved. And it's, I mean, honestly, Rich, it's um, it's a good old fashioned, you know, parts of it anyway are, are a he said, he said. Um, you know, I, I did talk to DeAndre's representatives. Um, at, you know, and, and they're not pleased at all with the characterization uh, from the Suns and James of, of how this went down. You know, James feels like there was not a an actual negotiation that they claimed that they would have been open to discussing three year max deals, four year max deals, and you know, and DeAndre's people are are 100 percent basically calling BS on that and saying that's just not how this went down. So, you know, for a team that it was a, a pretty um, neat story getting to the finals unexpectedly and things being fantastic in the Valley of the Sun just a couple months ago, you know, this is not how they want to go into this year. No, absolutely. And I don't want you to give up too much of what people should go uh, get the app, go however you want to, to read um, Sam's work on The Athletic. I, I don't want to take up too much of you cannibalizing your, your post that's about to come, but what you know why why not <laughs> i mean he, he, he you know like like what what would be the issue of just giving the kid what he wants because we saw even when chris paul was uh doing what he, his his stuff and you know and devin booker was doing his stuff uh that they still needed ayton's presence in a significant way that he was a difference maker even though this is such an outside uh game in now in the nba that that he has some serious value to that team at his position, athletically and no, so completely. much more. Yeah, no question. And and more importantly, in terms of the business side, you know, most executives are handicapping that he'll have no problem getting max money next summer. So he'll be a restricted free agent. They, of course, can match next summer. My general sense to your question, Rich, is that I think Robert Sarver uh, would just prefer to deal with this next summer and would prefer to not be, uh, you know, kind of saddled with a five-year max. That, that That's clearly what they didn't want. Now, and this is, again, in the column, but there's some discussion about in the NBA and the way the CBA operates, you can only have two designated rookie max extensions per team, and Devin Booker already had one. So there's a a little bit of a sense from James's side that, you know, if if we would have given DeAndre that second one, then if we wanted to chase uh, another star player that was also on a designated rookie max, that that would limit some of their ability to potentially add star power. There, there is some logic there, but it, like I write, it, it is, it's, you know, it's pretty far-fetched to think about getting a guy like that without giving up a Booker or an Aiton type. So um, 
I think at base level, Sarver, in my opinion, preferred to kick the can to next summer. Uh, didn't want the five-year deal. Would rather ultimately match a four-year deal. But the human component is <laughs> always, you know, maybe going to nip you in the bud because you, if you offend your guy and he doesn't want to be there anymore, if you know, and I'm not saying that's the case. He has not asked for a trade. You know, that's not happening by any means. But, you know, the human component matters, and, and right now it's not in a great place. Yeah, I guess leave it in Monty Williams' hands to fix it, right? In the yeah. locker room and in yeah. the huddle and, and what have you. Um, right. Okay, last one for you, Sam. Uh, Sam Amick of The Athletic. What's the, what's the overarching storyline coming into this season? Is it will Kyrie take the shot? Uh, can the Lakers uh, do it with Russell Westbrook and AD and LeBron? I mean... Uh, what do you got for me on uh, the tip-off to the 75th Diamond season? <laughs> well, in the interest of of just being uh, COVID fatigued in terms of that being part of the sports discussion, right? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over the Kyrie one. That's obviously a massive story, though. Uh, I'm in LA right now. I will be at Lakers Warriors tonight. Mm-hmm. I have Lakers on the mind. I went to Lakers practice yesterday. Talked to LeBron. Talked to Frank Mogul a little bit. And the Russell Westbrook story to me is. You know, if, if nothing else, it's going to be must-see TV. It's going to be really interesting. You know, he's last couple of years, Russ has gone from, let me make it work with James Harden, let me try to play off the ball, not be the alpha male. Okay, this is not working like I thought it would. Now I want to go to Washington and play my Russell Westbrook brand of basketball again. You know, I'm going to break Oscar Robertson's triple-double record. It's going to be that brand of Russell Westbrook basketball. And then, you know, lo and behold, now it's, hey, I want to get home and play in L.A., and it's closer to that Houston formula that he tried unsuccessfully to, to figure out before. So, and probably even tougher, you know, to, to integrate him with LeBron and A.D. from a functionality standpoint. So I'm dying to see if it works. Um, I think, you know, it's it, we've seen this before, super teams that didn't work. Um, you know, Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant come to mind in 2012 with Pau Gasol. We saw how that ended, so I don't know if, if this is going to be this team's story or if it's going to you know, be something grander, but I think that one's a big one. And what a team to be facing against the Warriors, right? Clay Thompson's return sure. and so much more. I mean, like that is something for sure that you're – that'll that'll be an interesting aspect to tonight's game as well. I can't wait to 100%. see this. I mean, that one to me, Rich, is going to be really interesting on the back end of the season when they get Clay Thompson back hopefully around December, January, right. you know, how dangerous can they be if, if, if things fall the right way for them? Yeah, I can't wait to see all of it. Uh, Sam, um, really appreciate it. I know your phone's blowing up. you got some stuff to do. But one last thing, if you don't mind adding to your to-do list today of what to track <laughs> well, down. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'll be your editor for a split second, but this is why I sure, do this sure. and not really editing. Can you find out where Ben Simmons got those sweatpants? I am fascinated by them. They seem to be just standard run-of-the-mill gray sweatpants. I don't know. I'm not a fashion guy, but they don't seem to be team-issued. Like the sweatpants, you know, I think that just it's obviously it's an Apple phone that's in the pocket. Sure, sure. But uh, I don't know, Rich, if we have a – we might have a mutual friend here. Our our colleague uh, Chris Mannix of Sports Illustrated, Mm -hmm. those – those sweatpants look eerily similar to the, the pair that Chris wore yeah. for six consecutive weeks in the bubble, um, and that you know that it smelled in ways that clothes should never smell. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Mannix let Ben borrow his sweatpants. Well, you know what, um, uh, Sam, I can't believe you're letting Mannix get that scoop, but um, <laughs> you know, I understand you got other things and other fish to fry. But I, I, I'm just fascinated. I mean. 
because again we played the old Seinfeld line like you know sweatpants are just like he told George it's like I've given up it's it's I'm I'm unhappy but at least I'm going to be comfortable like literally that's what he's that's what he gave off today it was a Seinfeld episode you know hundred percent you know some publicist somewhere was was pulling those strings and saying these are the optics we need Sam appreciate the time. Thanks for the call. Let's look for my call again. Thank you. That's uh, one of the best. Senior NBA writer from the Athletic, Sam Amick. He's in the downtown Hoops Dojo tonight. Mm. I can't wait for the Warriors. When when Clay comes back, man, here we go. I can't wait for that. Here we go. I know that. Here we go. I can't wait for that. And tonight, what if the Warriors minus Clay? Yeah, win tonight? Win tonight. It's going to be awesome. Like, we're, we're running it back and wait. We'll get better. When we add our person, you're added your person now, and let's go. I can, it's a fun game tonight. Fun game it's tonight. Nets, so Bucks, yeah. right? I'm going to have to get a third TV in the living room. Oh, that's right. Well, no, you don't. I mean, oh, I no, the, Bra- the Braves play early. Yeah, Braves and Dodgers. Braves, are, Braves. Well, I don't know. I mean, if it's the usual four, I'm serious. If it's the usual four-hour game, you know, that's still – Will will the Lakers tip off before the Braves and Dodgers finish with the first pitch? At well, that would it'd be, be a five hour window. It'd be a five hour window. Extra innings. You got. You're gonna have to get a third TV. <laughs> Wheel it in. Come on. Just put it on a cart like you just did a home run. <laughs> One of those exact examples. Good for you. Annoying with other teams. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody else does it, you hate it. That's great. 844-204, rich number to dollar. I've got my NFL four downs. Hey, my right. NFL four downs. Four down. When we come back, wait to hear my hot take, Christopher. Who's the only going to lose one it's more time? It's going to roll your eyes. eyes. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. no. It's an actual hot take, okay. not a prediction. Hot right. take coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. If you're on hold, stay on hold. Um, we've got uh, my four downs to get to. Um, what are you laughing about over there? <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about over there? I'm just laughing. I just saw, 
Adam Wevko tweeted, you know, he hosts the Tuesday TNT stuff, and he's talking about how uh, tonight's games mm-hmm. could feature nine of the top 75 players of all time. LeBron, Harden, Giannis, K- KD, Giannis, KD, AD. We're talking about Russ, ben, Steph, Steph. And guess who we're talking about? Ben Simmons. That just makes me laugh. Makes me laugh. Well, I'm sure it infuriates the NBA, but it's also spell my name right. You know, I mean, Derrick Henry had an incredible totally all-time great totally performance again. He's totally put on it. five games together an incredible stretch. The NFL is king, just like Henry Derrick used Henry's to be. Derrick Henry's on a case for on a on a pace for 2,300 yards. I know. In 16 know. games or 17? In 17. Okay. And so we're talking about a guy. He could break. He could break Eric could. Dickerson's record in 16 games. He could do it. Yeah, he could do it. And we're talking about a guy wearing sweatpants walking off the court with a cell phone in his pocket. Just, you know. Maybe he was just glad to see everybody. Eight four four two zero four. rich number to dial. <laughs> when was the last time you seriously considered your dream? I mean, really put your mind to it and thought about it. Because guess what? It's time for your dream and you to get back together. You could live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Tour around the country. Make sure you spend time with your family. You can build a mountain cabin by using the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van to start it all up with your business. You could start a business, really, whatever you dream up, because it's a Mercedes-Benz van we're talking about. You can expect innovative safety features, features like crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability with an MBUX voice command system, a five-star dealer network, and an available gas engine. It runs like, well, a dream. So what do you say? Head to your local Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter and tell them your dream sent you. Ready for four downs right here now that six weeks Let's in the NFL go. is finished? Go ahead and hit it, Mike Del Tufo. Four downs with Rich. Here we go. Why did you Okay, first down. The Cleveland Browns are banged up. They're banged up. The Steelers have won two in a row, but how deep can they make a run? As I mentioned, it just depends on Najee Harris. It really depends on Najee Harris, and you're depending on a rookie running back who's really talented. I mean, Marshall Falk said earlier in the first hour that the only guy that even remotely resembles Derrick Henry is Najee Harris. And obviously the Ravens are 5-1, and one, but that's only one game better than a team that can truly make some hay and is right flat out in the mix in the AFC North And that's the Cincinnati Bengals. They're a real threat in this division. Big time. Because they're coming. These games that we thought that would not be important because, well, they're the Bengals. They are coming. The Cincinnati Bengals right now are 4-2. and They just absolutely demolished the Detroit Lions, who, as you know, have been playing everybody tight and close. They absolutely demolished them and left the Lions saying... Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second about Jared Goff. But you take a look at the Cleveland, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, who took the Packers to overtime. Their next game, this is it, coming up this weekend at the Baltimore Ravens. Laugh all you want, because they're at the Jets the following week and then home for the Cleveland Browns before a bye week. They do what they're supposed to do in the next two of the next three games. That's a win because they've won two of their first three and then have won two of three after that. That's how you become four and two. They're winning two out of every three right now. 
What if it's against the Ravens and the Jets or the Jets and the Browns, even if they lose to the Ravens? They're a threat. They've got the quarterback that is clearly healthy again. They've got the running back in Joe Mixon, and they've got, in my mind, the offensive rookie of the year in Jamar Chase and a defense that really held the Packers to one of their lowest outputs all season long. I understand Mason Crosby missed a lot of field goals, but the reason why Mason Crosby was attempting all those field goals is because Aaron Rodgers wasn't put into the end zone and screaming at the fans in the jungle that he owns them. So, once again, I'm keeping an eye on the Cincinnati Bengals right here. That's first down, second down. Second down. Chris, and this is part of the reason why you're feeling so good about your Patriots. You mentioned earlier that, you know, well, it was that one fumble by Damian Harris in week one. Yep. And then we all know what happened against the uh, the, the Bucks in their house, right? You yeah. also, there's a lot of ifs and buts. That a lot of ifs. A lot of ifs and buts. But there's no if or but about this. Best rookie quarterback, the guy that's playing well, is a guy who does not look anything like a rookie. Mac Jones is playing like a veteran. He looks like it. He's already chafing a bit at, like, say, you know, them calling timeout because the play came in late. You could see, like, Romo picked up on that during the Patriots-Cowboys game. Him looking at the sideline and saying, hey, I can fix this at the line of scrimmage. Trust me. They didn't trust him at the end of the first half. When they basically took a knee at the end of the first half, which we know they never did for 20 years. They didn't even take a knee on the Super Bowl at the end of the second half and Brady's first shot at it. I think you could see that he's grown into the role. They're growing comfortable with him, whereas Trevor Lawrence has just got his first win, and we'll see what Zach Wilson looks like in his second shot at the Patriots this weekend. Trey Lance banged up. What's he going to do coming off the bye week? We'll see what he looks like. And then we all know Justin Fields has a couple of wins under his belt, but it's still like hands in 10 and 2 with a foot on a break with him. Not with Matt Jones. They're running their offense, and it looks really crisp. And that one shot he took to Kendrick Bourne, if they start adding the, adding the chunk plays in here, I understand why you're feeling yeah, confident about him. I still, still don't okay. think they're too better than the Bills okay. the rest of the way. Okay. But the, he looks like a veteran quarterback. Third down. Third down. We're a third of the season in. A third of the season in. Six weeks into an 18-week season. It's very simple math. So let's take a look at the race that's forming for first overall selection in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, both New York teams are up there. How about Tua in this mix? Because, hey, they've got one win. They could have zero wins, just like the Detroit Lions, who, by the way, it was the first week in which they laid an egg. It was their first week in which they just basically seemed to back up the U-Haul truck, and the Bengals just hit them in the mouth, and they didn't do very well. And now, did you hear Dan Campbell said that um, Jared Goff needs to step it up? Called out Goff. He called out his quarterback. You know, say what you will about whatever relationship he had with Sean McVay. There was never a call out here, even though there were times where Rams fans were screaming for Goff to step it up. <sighs> There's one zero win team, and it resides in, in Detroit. And then we're going to take a look at the New York teams. I think they won't be in this mix, and I still believe the Miami Dolphins won't. Will Jacksonville be in this mix? Just keep an eye because there's a ton of one-win teams that are out there right now. And the zero-win Lions, is this the time where they're going to start having the bottom fall out of them? Because guess what's next for them? A trip out here to SoFi up the road against Matthew Stafford and the Rams.
And you know they're going to really want to win that one. Okay. Here's second. Here's my fourth down. Fourth down. All right. So you tease this that it's actually hot because the last two weeks. I've had predictions. And they immediately resulted in losses. Here you go. Here's my hot take. The taunting stuff. The taunting stuff, we all agree we can't abide it. It's terrible. But how about this? How come it's okay for everybody when they pick off a pass to go run into the end zone and stand there and take fake photographs? It's not in the direction of anybody in particular. It's not in the direction of a bench. But this isn't taunting? How is it not taunting when you're beating the crap out of the Los Angeles Chargers and your kicker gets everyone together on the bench and fakes taking a photograph like it's a group photo? Oh, no, no, it's not in the direction of a player and it's not in the direction of a bench, but this group celebration stuff, we're cool with that? We want, if if this taunting rule and the emphasis that's placed on it is all about let's be an example for kids and Pop Warner level football, that's cool. We want Pop Warner kids getting there and taking photographs like that they're they're mugging for account. It's not at a it's not it's not at a player, not at a team, but we're cool with that. Kind of doesn't make sense.